We're about to go out on Lake Champlain and it is a beautiful day. The sun is shining, the wind is blowing, and we are gonna go out to Papa Squash Island. You love that name, don't I you? I do, Papa Squash. We're headed out on the dock to meet Mark Labar from Audubon, Vermont. And Mark has been studying these terms for almost 25 years. Let's head out in the dock and find him. All right, let's go. I'm Kent McFarland. And I'm Sarah Zahendra. We're biologists with the Vermont Center for Eco Studies. Welcome to Outdoor Radio. All right, let's go talk to Mark. Hey Mark, how's it going? Great, Ken. How are you? Hey, Sarah. Hi. I am super excited to get out to the island. How long is it going to take us to run out there? It's uh, maybe 20 minutes. The winds aren't blowing too bad, so we'll get out there pretty quick. Now, I know you've been doing this a long time. Audubon Vermont has been protecting these birds, you know, monitoring them for many years. You know, why should we do that? What's the big deal with this? Well, you know, the common tern is a state endangered species. And so because of that, uh, and with help from the Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department, Audubon has been visiting the islands. We protect the islands by putting buoys out to keep people off. We work to keep predation low. Uh, and we work to just get an assessment of the numbers of birds that are out there and how many chicks are getting off and just keep track of them over time. Why are we doing this in the first place? Like what happened to terns that makes us need to protect them? Well, back in the late 60s, there were probably 300 to 400 pairs of common terns on Lake Champlain. And over the course of the next 20 years, uh, their numbers uh, basically dropped to about 50 pairs. Uh, there were a lot of factors, um, overcrowding by ring-billed gulls, whose population exploded on the lake, uh, predation, human disturbance. And so the work really is designed to uh, bring their numbers back up. And it's been really successful, right? We have. Two years ago, we had our highest count of birds. You know, the pairs were up to about 275 breeding pairs. Wow. Yeah, so from super. 50 pairs to 275, 225, that sounds like a, a fantastic success. Yes, yeah, and the numbers have been going up year after year after year. So we're pretty proud of the work that we have done. You know, Audubon owns the islands and protects the islands. Um, I have been doing it for a long time. It's great to go out and visit and hear the turns and smell the turns. <laughs> well, do let's it. get out there then. Let's do it. So what I'll do is um, I'll kind of get the boat in place and then I'll turn the engine off and we'll just drift by the island and try to get an adult town and we can... Uh, Are they going to start attacking our heads yet? They, not until we get up on the island. Wait, so you're calling this an island, but that's a big rock. It is a big rock. Yeah. Okay. It's a very small island. Very small island. island. Very big rock. What a great spot. I mean, I can see what's flat on top. So now, you'll so, see, so now you'll see as we approach the island, the birds are getting a little more flighty. Usually they'll lift and resettle, but then as they realize that we're going to be oh, up there. Right there. Oh, and they're beautiful birds. Wow. They've got forks. Tails. These guys are gorgeous. Fork tail, the black cat, a little, you know, quite a bit smaller than the oh, gulls that we down, see. Look there, look. So we're just drifting towards the island right now, and I see that buoy up there. You put that buoy up. Right. So one of the things that we do every year to minimize human disturbance on the island is we put four buoys around the island. There's only two out now, but I'll get the rest out within the week. You know, human disturbance can be a problem. But for the most part, you know, the birds have gotten pretty used to having fishing boats. There's very few people that would actually land um, on the island. Well, um, yeah, you get dive bombed. You get dive bombed, on. yes. yes. <laughs> so we're going to drift by and you're going to get an adult count? Yes, we'll drift by. And this time of year, the vegetation hasn't come up as much. So oftentimes I can get a pretty good estimate of the number of birds that are on there just by counting the birds that are down and incubating. Uh, there are always birds that are kind of coming and going. 
numbers actually on the island change By you know, while minute, you're right? here. Yeah. yeah. So as birds come in and come out, um, especially when we get to the chick stage, which is when birds would be coming in and out with uh, fish for the for the youngsters. You know, right now I can see some terns flitting around up there. Just kind of keep your eyes open. Certainly, when we, as we get closer to the island and when we land in order to get the nest data and hopefully find some chicks. The birds will be right there with us. When they start going kick, 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 that's when you know that um, you potentially could hear a ding on the top of your hard hat. It is crazy. You know, basically they feed off of the top six inches of the water. They don't enter the water when they're feeding. So they're kind of like flying cleavers. Look at them all. Oh, it oh. smells too. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is pungent. This is life right here. So that keer keer call is the common terns. The kind of more screamy call is the ring-billed gulls. So now we'll bring the motor up, nose ourselves in. As we get on the island, folks, just uh, the rocks can be really slippery, so just beware. So why don't we all? Why don't you guys come on up? So is this like because of the weather and other things? Is this a lot of new nets for you? Or? I think what we're seeing is we're seeing some late nesting birds, but I also think we're seeing uh, birds that have re-nested. So we had some nest predation, primarily egg. I mean, look at this nest in front of us. The eggs are speckled with brown. What, that's sort of like a greenish brown cast on yep, them? Yep, yep. And sitting down in that nest right there, we really do have to be careful we don't step on them. We do. I mean, it, that's... They that's, are camouflaged. They, uh, and the chicks are too. We found those two chicks on the other nest. They kind of look like a, just like the eggs. Now these uh, triangular sort of chick, um, what are they, chick, chick shelters, tents, chick, chick shelters. shelters. We call them, yes. The shelters give them a place to get out of that weather, because if they do get wet at this point in time, they'll die of exposure. Yep. So within a couple, two, three days, four days, they start putting on other feathers and they can uh, thermoregulate a little bit better, but the first two days are really key. Oh, look at how beautiful, this one's nestled in amongst the rock with this beautiful orange lichen around it. So we found one of these um, these newly hatched turn chicks. This guy is probably a day old, but you can see he's already very mobile. Um, they they leave the nest pretty quick to find shelter. You know what's amazing, Mark, is he's speckled just like the eggs. He is, he is. And you notice that little white tip? See that, Sarah? Yeah, yeah. So that's the egg tooth. That on yeah. the end of the bill. So how fast is he gonna grow? When can he fly? About 18 to 21 days. So that's a lot more fish in that belly before you can fly. That is correct, yeah. yeah. So those parents are going to be busy bringing those small fish back and forth to the two in this nest that we found. All right, I think we've got the data that we need. We have our first new hatches of the year. We've got a lot of new nests out there, so this is great. Mark, that was great fun. I cannot wait to get to the next island and watch Can't Get Nailed in the Head by some more turns. <laughs> it's been great having you, and thanks for your help. It always makes collecting data that much easier and faster. All right, let's get to the next island. I'm Sarah Zahendra. And I'm Kent McFarland. Thanks for listening to Outdoor Radio. Let's head to the next island. All right, let's go. Let's have go. fun. Start her up.